Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. It's that time of night, you can't stay uptight So come and join the people and I'm feeling alright Here on Overnight America Overnight America Yes, wow, it's amazing how fast these weeks go by and I always want to keep things open for you. If you wanted to jump in, you can. And we were talking about uh, bombing places in Syria. One person said uh, Joe Biden just shot our stimulus money at Iran back Syrian forces. Yeah, it could be. We're spending a lot of money and we're still debating what's going on in that stimulus package. I don't know exactly what's going to go through. And the push for the minimum wage is one that seems to be a big pushback. I don't know if that's going to go through either because it really has no bearing on exactly how we fight COVID. And a lot of this has to do with down the road, you know, oh, we want to phase it over years. So what's going to happen with that? We can find out over the weekend. I wonder what President Donald Trump will be saying on Sunday as he gets in front of the CPAC uh, audience. And is he going to try to run for office again? Is he going to announce his candidacy? I really don't know. So whatever you want to talk about, we have some uh, availability here at 314 314- Four three six seventy nine hundred or eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty, and this is something that's been making headlines right now on social media. And Rand Paul has been trending. You may have seen it. Here's the headline from CBS Philly: Rand Paul slammed for transphobic questioning during Dr. Levine's confirmation hearing on Capitol Hill. And as the CBS affiliate in Philadelphia brings this up, uh, Dr. Levine, a former Pennsylvania Secretary of Health is now uh, the appointment from President Joe Biden to be Assistant Secretary of Health. Dr. Levine is transgendered and has a very uh, been open and vocal about some of the different policies when it comes to that. As Ben Shapiro pointed out, and I think it's interesting to point out, Rand Paul asked high-level health nominee whether government ought to override parental consent in order to give children puberty blockers, hormones, and disfiguring surgery, you know, government-sponsored child abuse, and the nominee uh, demurred, so decided to not answer this one. So that's why 
Rand Paul is trending in that. Now, keep in mind, too, Dr. Levine in the past has been open about the beliefs about giving puberty blockers to uh, people that identify as trans when they're minors. So have been open to this in the past. And they want to know you're being appointed to a federal position as part of the Biden administration. Where do you stand on this? We want to know where you stand on this. You, we we know that you've commented on it. And does this mean that the government is going to uh, start pushing for minors to be able to do this without parental consent? And Dr. Uh, Rand Paul, we should point out, too, wanted to get the answers for this. And the sad thing is, I think he was the only one with enough enough backbone to actually ask this because it is a tough question that should be answered. I don't think it is something that he was trying to mock. I don't think it was anything that was uh, insensitive. I do believe this is a question that needs to be answered, but shying away from it doesn't help. All it does is say that they're going to be more inclined to push through some pretty radical ideas that the government would sanction and allow children, minors, to be able to do these things without the parental guidance or consent and then again how many times have you heard someone making a decision when they're a child and then regretting it later in life and some of these things are irreversible so let me play for you the clip that is Rand paul questioning dr levine and a big part of this is that he's being called transphobic for this and i want you to judge for yourself because i think it's important for you to hear it not because social media tells you so not because the cbs in philadelphia decides to tell you so let it go into the record that the witness refused to answer the question the question is a very specific one should minors be making these momentous decisions for most of the history of medicine we wouldn't let you have a cut sewn up in the er but you're willing to let a minor take things that prevent their puberty and you think they get that back? You give a woman testosterone enough that she grows a beard, you think she's going to go back looking like a woman when you stop the testosterone? You have permanently changed them. Infertility is another problem. None of these drugs have been approved for this. They're all being used off-label. I find it ironic that the left that went nuts over hydroxychloroquine being used possibly for covid are not alarmed that these hormones are being used off-label. There's no long-term studies. We don't know what happens to them. We do know that there are dozens and dozens of people who've been through this who, who regret that this happened and a permanent change happened to them. And, you know, if you've ever been around children, 14-year-olds can't make this decision. In the gender dysphoria clinic in England, 10% of the kids are between the ages of 3 and 10. We should be outraged that someone's talking to a three-year-old about changing their sex. I can't Good, vote for you if you can't thank make Thank you so much, Senator Paul. Senator Levine, thank you for uh, answering the question. I will turn to Senator Baldwin. Okay, so as Senator Paul said at the very end there, I can't vote for you if you can't answer the question. And I think there's going to be a lot of pressure. But this is the thing. They try to use that and to say, well, obviously, you're such a hateful, bigoted, transphobic, fill in the blank or whatever, because you've shown your concerns in their inability to answer these things when it comes to the treatment of children. And I don't think it is. Uh, I really don't think that when you're talking about government sponsored uh, surgeries, hormone blockers, disfiguring surgeries, blockers, uh, you know, hormones, anything like that, that this is you, you're not allowed to say anything else. You'd be labeled or whatever. That to me is the crazy part of all of this. So parental involvement when it comes to this is at the forefront. Is the government going to say you as a parent have no bearing on what your eight year old decides to do? When it comes to this sort of thing, that's out of line, I think. So good for Rand Paul to stand up and do this. And I think it was a necessary line of questioning. 
he may have been the only one that had the guts to do it. And I'm glad he did because this is, is a serious issue. It is not one that you should try to just uh, push away because it goes against your politics and you just want to say, OK, I'm going to label you whatever. And then, you know, we're going to get our way after that. No, it shouldn't be like this. You have to have adult conversations, particularly when you're talking about high level nominees of a presidential administration. Three, one, four, four, three, six, seventy nine hundred is the number. This is Overnight America KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri, play KMOX. Welcome back to Overnight America. Yeah, this is uh, an interesting night. It's the last night of the week. Uh, we got the Cardinals uh, spring training starting up on Sunday. You'll hear the game around noon on KMOX, which is very exciting. Uh, CPAC is wrapping up this weekend. I don't normally watch the speeches. I don't know if there's any big ones other than Donald Trump. I haven't really seen the schedule. I don't normally pay attention to him all that much, but I definitely am going to be curious to see what he says. And anytime he says anything, it seems to be that he makes news. So, I mean, there's some of that that we're following and more nominations. There could be another stimulus package uh, voted on this weekend. Maybe the Republicans will put something out. These are all good things. All right, let's go to the phones. 314-436-7900. And Charlie, welcome to Overnight America. Well, hello there, Mr. Ryan. How are you? I'm doing good. So what's up? What's going on? How about you? Good. Oh, I was thinking, why don't you play? Huh? I was going to say, you called us. I want to know what's on your mind. I was thinking maybe you can play a little bit of Rush Limbaugh on Friday night. Uh, this Friday night for what occasion? To just well, to, just to, just to uh, just to get some call-ins about a certain topic. Let him pick the topic, and then you play an old uh, audio of him, and then get a few people to call in. I see. So find from the archive certain things that people request, and then get reaction to it. And do that on Friday right. nights. Well, well they're right. still doing or if you're um, bringing Rush up Limbaugh. Topic during the week. Or if you're bringing up a topic during the week. and uh, You know, I don't uh, have access to his archives. I It's not like we just have it sitting around or anything. And then the EIB network is still airing some of his best of. They say it, it'll give an opportunity for the audience to grieve. They're going to do a memorial on air that they're uh, working on. And then I don't know what happens after that. I think for a while they're going to be airing Best of Rush Limbaugh after that time. And maybe they'll be fill-in hosts for a certain amount of time until uh, the EIB network actually decides or Premier, who's the one that syndicates them, decides what they're going to be offering in the future. And then stations are going to have to decide what to do. Oh, well, then do Larry King. <laughs> Why Larry King? Oh, poor Larry. You, Rush and Larry passing away very close to each other, two radio legends. Right. Yeah. So pick one of them too if you can. Like you said, if you can uh you know, get you know, be able to. And then uh it's like during the week you're talking about a certain topic. Let's see what they have to say about it. Okay, and then Charlie. watch your watch your board light up. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Charlie. Have a good weekend. Good to hear from you. Charlie normally checks in with us. It seems like always on Thursday night, right before the weekend. There are a lot of people interested in archived audio. For me, I like to go back and look at the KMOX archived audio and find bits from the past of the radio station to be able to enjoy them again, to be able to listen to Jack Buck's voice one more time. To start the show, I played 
talking about spring training around the corner. Uh, Jack Buck talking about spring in the air. I guess I can do that right now that we're talking about archives. But I, I get this feeling and I get this enjoyment hearing the way things used to be. And it's a big part of why I decided to start doing these radio documentaries again, because, you know, one part I enjoy it. But the other part is it's really important to start archiving and putting these things out there for people also to enjoy, not just me who has it saved on a hard drive. And, you know, I gingerly uh, make things when I can. It does take a lot of labor to do these things. And I hope to do another one sometime soon. But either way, I think people do like to know what so-and-so said from the past. You know, what did Rush Limbaugh think about this or what did so-and-so think about that we're lucky to have some pretty nice sports archives here with the legendary jack buck and every once in a while he would put a poem together probably his most famous is the one after september 11th that he read towards the very end of his life as he's out on the field and it was just so touching and so heartwarming to see that and you just shed a tear thinking about the the legend that is jack buck for one more time to be able to address people when they need a moment of comfort and the things that he was able to do best is communicate his feelings and the way that everyone felt much like this one from uh, spring as we get ready for spring training this weekend in Cardinals baseball 314-436-7900 enjoy there's a sadness that you feel in September of the year when your baseball team is out of the race and there's nothing left to cheer. The weather doesn't help. It's chilly and it's raining. And you let go of the dreams you dreamed when your team was in spring training. The stands are almost empty. There's no reason to come around. And the stadium seems hollow, hollow, hollow. An echo punctuates each sound, sound, sound. You can hear the umpire call the pitchers. Hear the coach when he claps his hands. There is no rhythmic stomping. No wave sweeps through the stands. It's strange how cruel the game can be, despite the love you give it. You talk baseball every day. You nurture it. You live it. They're playing out the schedule. And no one seems to care. But a baseball fan's life will begin anew the next time spring is in the air. Doesn't that feel good? Spring is in the air. This weekend in St. Louis, it's going to be 60 degrees. I can imagine a lot of people sitting out in their garage listening to Cardinals baseball. Seeing how Arnado's going to fit in with the team and the new chemistry. Yachty's back. Wainwright. Goldschmidt. We got some great players that are going to be hopping on the field this year. It makes it very exciting. I know that if you like Cardinals baseball, you should check out Tom Ackerman's interview from earlier today with Arnado. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I've seen a lot of people talking about it online. And it definitely seems like one you're not going to want to miss. Very, very good. Another thing I wanted to bring up here tonight is something that I just can't believe we're talking about gendered neutral plastic potatoes that is making its way in. So this originally was the headline. Mr. Potato Head drops the mister. <laughs> so is it or is it not? Hasbro 
created some confusion today when it said that it was going to drop the Mr. from Mr. Potato Head and just go with straight Potato Head. And then Hasbro had to come back later and say, listen, we're not uh, we're not dropping the Mr. There's still going to be a Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, but then we're going to come up with a gender neutral potato plastic toy just called Potato Head. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> it's uh, what are we living in? What are the world uh, is it turning into where this is the headlines? And then I'm looking at some pictures of it right now. And why is it every company has to try to chime in with trying to outwoke the next company? Every single one of them. Oh, I better hop on social media and try to be as woke as possible. Uh, Mr. Potato Head, do we really look at them and say our politics, it's necessary for us to find the politics of Hasbro's toys? Why is it like that anymore? And then over in California, there was a bill that was going to mandate gender neutral toys in clothing sections and stores. Uh, so if you go in, Normally, you would see the boys and girls section, you know, boy toys, the G.I. Joes and the girl toys, the um, the uh, uh, Barbies or whatever it is. But, you know, maybe that's a little bit outdated now, meaning that I don't know if they still sell G.I. Joes inside the stores, but it didn't prevent you from going to anywhere else in the store. It's just the way that they categorized it and made it easier for you to find certain things. So apparently that is just too offensive in California. You must not allow that sort of thing. You need to move them and mix them in there. Now, the clothing is going to be the worst part. When you're shopping, you definitely want to shop if you're an adult for your child or as a gift or whatever it is, you're shopping for what is going to be a boy or girl. Think about the That's just how it works. I mean, that's just the world and the way it should be, really. I don't think that you have to try to force this upon anyone else, nor does it prevent you from going into any other section. It's just crazy that the government would come in and try to mandate this sort of thing for stores. It's just the craziness that we've gotten into. Uh, let's take Kevin's call. Welcome to Overnight America, Kevin. Hey, how are you? Good. Good. So I wanted to say, um, I love the way you open the show with, you know, Jack Buck's poem or, you know, I I believe it's the one we just played again. Right. I just replayed it. I loved it so much. It's fantastic. You know, my, my dad, we lost him. It'll be three years ago next month. And I cannot hear Jack Buck's voice without thinking of my dad. Whether it's, you know, watching a game or racing home from baseball practice to where we can, you know, we, we're not going to miss Ozzy do his backflip. And just, you, you know, there's so many memories. And I don't know if he was just that good, that magical, just that good at his craft. I have got a nine-year-old daughter, and I just hope that, you know, I don't know if it's Danny Mack or Curbs or somebody, you know, can, you know, maybe remind uh, you know, them of me, you know, when I'm gone or something. I just don't think it's possible. He was just so good. He was just fantastic. He always had the exact perfect way to describe things. I just, I love him, and I miss that guy so much. Yeah, he was that good. There's no denying his skill, his ability as a broadcaster. It didn't get any better than Jack Buck, and rightfully so, and it's amazing to think the ties that he still has to St. Louis with his son now still living here. I mean, even him selling a $3 million mansion was uh, newsworthy in the last week. But uh, Joe Buck's still here, and a lot of the Buck family still here. It's just a beautiful thing. And Jack was just a one-of-a-kind broadcaster. It didn't get any better than that. And it, it, wasn't, it didn't even have to be sports. He was known for sports. But, man, he was so good at anything he did through the years on CamoX. He was really a remarkable yeah. uh, gen- yeah. uh, generational talent. And my, my grandmother was a very, very, very religious, spiritual woman. 
And she would do a lot of these. She didn't have money, but she would go to a lot of these, you know, charity events and that kind of stuff. And she swears up and down that when Jack Buck would enter the room, you could feel it. You just knew he was there. Whether you saw him or not, uh, the, the guy was just, he's priceless. He's a treasure. Yes, he is a treasure. Thank you, Kevin. Good to hear from you. You're absolutely right. Jack Buck is a treasure. Uh, I wish I had the chance to meet him. There's all these different radio personalities in KMOX's past that I wish I can sit down and meet. And I think most people mentioned Jack Buck, number one. They wish they had a chance to do that. I always wanted to sit down with Jim White. That really interests me. There's all these great radio broadcasters from the past. Jack Buck, certainly in his craft. Um, when I started putting these radio documentaries together, I thought that I would put Jack Buck's together first. And I started to talk to a few people and they said, you know, Jack has a lot of things that have been made for him. You should probably start with someone that hasn't had their story told. And that's why I went with Robert Highland and Jim White and Ann Keefe. Eventually I'll get to Jack Buck. I mean, he really is the biggest radio personality in St. Louis history, easily the uh, greatest Camo X personality of all time. I don't think you'll ever find anyone more talented and bigger than Jack Buck. So thank you for sharing that, Kevin. It was a great memory. 314-436-7900. It's Overnight America, KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary 
Nationals spring training is underway in Jupiter, Florida. And KMOX's Mike Claiborne is covering it all. Hear his daily reports, mornings and afternoons, and on Cardinals Open Live. Sponsored in part by T.R. Hughes Homes. I'm your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals. KMOX. Here we are in Overnight America, the last show of the week. And I'm always a little bit goofier than why because it just feels good to know that tomorrow uh, is the weekend for us and for you hopefully too but if it's not i don't mean to brag but uh i'm going to enjoy it either way 314-436-7900 and brian calling in welcome to overnight america good morning i uh i just uh, wanted to share a thought uh my dad worked for walson prina and we used to listen to jack buck with the Missouri Athletic Club when they used to do those programs. And Mm -hmm. Dad had gotten tickets to go to a ball game, and uh, I was riding in the elevator up to the box that we were going to. And riding in the elevator with us was Jack Buck. Mm -hmm. And we didn't know it at the time, but he started talking to the, the guy he was with, and I recognized his voice right away. And I nudged my dad on the leg, and he immediately knew, you know, that Jack Buck was riding up in this elevator with us. Mm-hmm. And we we didn't ask for an autograph or anything like that. It was just the experience of having ridden up in an elevator with this man that uh, I'll remember for the rest of my life. Don't you wish that knowing what you know now, you would have been able to say something and it would have been okay? Yeah, I think, you know, looking back on it, if things would have been different, I I probably would have liked to have had some kind of conversation with the man. But we were, I think me and my dad at the time, I think we were just so awestruck that he was was in the same space that we were, that we were just, just happy to be there. Is that amazing? I've only had that happen to me like once with a legendary broadcaster where I just happened to be in the same space as them. And it's it's very similar to the elevator story. I was working at a radio station in Wisconsin and I was uh, right next to Bob Euchre. <laughs> and it was like more it was one of those same feelings. I guess that's probably the closest I ever got to that feeling like you had with Jack Buck. Unfortunately, I didn't really get to talk to him much. Bob Euchre swore like a sailor every everywhere he went. It's amazing he doesn't do it on air. But uh it Brian was, it was one of the it was one of the most uh majestic uh times of my you know, my youth. I I I rem- I'll remember that for the rest of my life. Oh, thank you, Brian. Have a great night. We'll see ya. Wow, isn't that a nice way to say it? Producer Mike uses that same word whenever we're together. He says it's some of his most majestic moments of his life whenever he's in the same studio as me. It's amazing uh, how much it comes up to me. (laughs) Diana, welcome to Overnight America. Hello. Hello. Good to hear from you. Yeah. Good, Good to listen to you. Of course, I listen to your show as much as possible, which is practically every day. All right. Great. So, so yeah. Okay. So, I'm glad that you're talking about Jack Buck because uh, I started listening to Jack Buck on the radio. Uh, I guess I was between the ages of seven and and nine. And, and I listened to Jack Buck because he was with, he, he would broadcast uh, with uh, his broadcasting partner at the time, who was Harry Carey, who became a controversial um, 
person here in St. Louis for whatever reason. I was too young to know. But I was walking to a friend's house at the age of 10. And, you know, I was a good walker. And and um, I was like a block and a half from my house uh, when I saw this man uh, walking to his car from this lady's house. And I, and I spoke to him, you know, like I do to all my elders. And he, he spoke back and he, he said, uh, hello, young lady. And uh, so when I got home, I uh, shared the experience with one of my brothers. And he said, oh, did the lady look like, and I described the lady that he was visiting. He said, yes. He said, oh, that's, she's Jack Buck's sister. You you probably spoke to Jack Buck. And so there was his friend who was on his porch at the time. And he called my brother and he told my brother, yeah, I saw your sister talking to Jack Buck. And I was like, wow, was that Jack Buck? I was 10 years old. So anyway, that's my experience with Jack Buck. That's pretty neat. It's amazing you can remember that too some years ago, but he had that he had that thing that something that surrounded him anywhere he went. You knew that he was important. You know, he was just one of those guys. Yeah, he was, uh, you know, my dad really liked him because his partner, I'm going to tell you this, his partner, and I used to listen, even as a child, his partner was highly energetic and, and he would exaggerate plays. That was Harry Carey. What? Whereas Jack Buck was this, this mild-mannered broadcaster who would just call it as he saw it, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. so he was really—he was really cool. I have fond memories. Oh, that's great, Diana. I'm glad you do. And it's nice to have those memories. It really is. To I think a lot of people are jealous. They wish they had even just a, a moment to be able to say hi to Jack Buck one of those times. So, Diana, thank you for calling in. Have a great weekend. Oh, that's really nice. See, a lot of memories from good old Jack Buck. And I have, it's amazing the amount of things archived from him in the KMOX archives. I even have some things that today I would look at and say, man, that's so funny how he was able to take this topic and not make it embarrassing. I mean, he had a couple of different interviews. He went to the jailhouse over in Illinois, and I can't remember which one it was, but he was talking to inmates and asked them, Hey, uh, what do you think about the death penalty? <laughs> He's in the jail talking to people incarcerated. What do you feel about the death penalty? What a great question. And it was a really good insight because they're around people that are also could be facing that penalty. Um, there was one he had authors on. They were talking about sex life as a married couple. And I was listening and thinking, man, I don't know how he wasn't so uncomfortable. But they they took these topics in a way very mature and, and were able to discuss these things. I really admire that because in today's world, I feel like I can take topics like that and discuss them in a mature and adult way, even though sometimes I can't help but laugh and snicker or whatever it is. But anymore, you can't even do that. Uh, you'll get canceled if, if you bring up something in the wrong way or ask the wrong question. You just have to be unafraid to do it anyway. And I think the uh, inner Jack Buck is be able to bring that out in some broadcasters, rightfully so. So I wanted to do this real quick. Post Malone, he's a very famous musician. Apparently, he's going to be doing a concert this weekend revolving around Pokemon. Do you know what Pokemon is? It's a very popular 
cartoon and game series put out by Nintendo. Uh, I think they're independent from Nintendo, but still, they're 25 years old. And to celebrate, they're doing a concert, a virtual concert on Saturday. And Post Malone is going to be the one that is going to commemorate this by performing songs, including one song that was popular back when Pokemon kicked off 25 years ago in 1995. The song he decided to cover is a Hootie in the Blowfish song. And I listened to it and I thought, this is so great. We have to play it tonight. Tell me if you remember this one. You and me, we come from different worlds. You like to laugh at me when I look at other girls. Sometimes you're crazy, and you wonder why I'm such a baby, cause the cowboys make me cry But there's nothing I can do I've been looking for a girl like you I gotta say, I'm so impressed. You did a great job with that cover. I remember when that song came out and everyone made fun of Hootie and the Blowfish, but it's a good song. So they're trying to find a song that was popular back when Hootie and the Blowfish came out. And there's there, uh, excuse me, uh, when Pokemon came out and Hootie and the Blowfish was popular then. So I decided to go back and I said, okay, this is what I want to do. I'm going to say, let's say we're going back 25 years in a song that was popular. If you were listening to that song on the radio or you had it on a cassette tape or an eight track or whatever it is, and you wanted to separate yourself just like we are from that song. So if, if, we go back 25 years and that song's popular on the radio. What would have been popular 25 years before then? So if you're in 1995, what would have been popular in 1970? Hmm. Here's the top songs from 1970. Simon and Garfunkel, Bridge Over Troubled Water, The Carpenters, uh, Close to You, The Guess Who, American Woman, uh, Raindrops Kept Falling on My Head, B.J. Thomas, Edwin Starr's War, what is it good for? Oh, Diana Ross, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Isn't that amazing? When you hear that Hootie and the Blowfish song, you think, man, that's still pretty fresh, right? No. We are as removed from that song as they were removed from these songs. And there's a lot of these songs that you think were so old. The Jackson 5 ABC would have been a hit song then. Um, Jackson 5, The Love You Save. Uh, Three Dog Night, Mama Told Me, The Beatles, Let It Be. The Beatles! The Beatles were still coming out with music. That's how far back we were removed from it. Uh, isn't that remarkable? I gotta say, this Post Malone cover of Hootie and the Blowfish is really good. Me, you got nothing left to say. I'm gonna pot at you until I get my way. You won't sing. I just want to love you, but you won't know in my ring. But there's nothing I can do. I only want to be with you. That is so good. I don't know who decided to use that song, the one that they go back to commemorate the start of when Pokemon came around, but they really did a good job. Uh, the song, Only Want to Be With You. Wow. And I've seen the ads for that. And I am going to admit, I wasn't into Pokemon in the 90s. It wasn't on my radar. 
you know, I was really into hockey. So I collected hockey cards. I watched hockey, things like that. You know, I played video games and none of this was really, mm, it it wasn't even on my radar. I didn't even know Pokemon existed until well after it was out. And I didn't realize it was this giant phenomenon that just took over so many different kids' lives. I might've been too old for it by that point. Too interested in trying to get a job in girls. Definitely. That's much, uh, much of my interest at that time. But to now, as an adult, my son, he's six, and he turns out likes it, and we find ourselves playing the Pokemon card game. It's a great way for him to learn strategy and math, and it's just a fun little thing to do. It's not super complicated. We're not competitive. It's just like playing any other board game or whatever, and he's super into it, and it's a great time. I I love spending time with him, and I love that we can connect that way, and I, I found that. It's good for adults. I never thought I would get into it. It's kind of weird to admit that as an adult now. It's not like I'm really into it, but it's just I like the bonding experience. So uh, when I saw that they're doing this concert over the weekend with a big time pop star taking a song from 95, uh, I had to go back and I was curious. Well, if you were standing there in 95, what songs would have been uh, 25 years old at that point? Spirit in the Sky and Norman Greenbaum is in there. Wow. Uh, freeze all right now. Wow. Sugar loves green eyed lady. <laughs> Shocking blue Venus. Oh, instant karma by John Lennon. CCR looking out my back door, man. The Beatles long and winding road. The Hollies were on there. Bad finger, Simon and Garfunkel, Celia. You're breaking my heart. Oh, the kinks Lola. Wow. There's so many big songs. Isn't that amazing? Just making you feel old. I get it. This is Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com on KMOX. Welcome back to Overnight America. So I got a couple of different stories I was going to get to, and it just keeps getting worse and worse when we look at the Hunter Biden story. And there is now an exclusive on the Daily Mail, and it's not looking good again. We know that he's being investigated. I hope, Hopefully the uh, Biden administration is not interfering with that investigation. And then again, when Donald Trump was in office, they constantly made a deal and saying that, oh, he's, he's interfering, he's interfering, he's interfering. And he's trying to interfere with this, this, and, you know, they want to impeach him over. None of which ever was true. Then actually you have Joe Biden's son is being investigated and there's not even one whisper of him trying to interfere with this. They don't even bring up the idea as if, oh, no, he would never do such a thing. Why don't they have that same concern with Joe Biden? They should have that concern because all all the things that are coming up about Hunter Biden is pretty bad. So here's some of the new details from the Daily Mail. Hunter Biden began dating his late brother, Bo's wife, Holly, shortly after Bo died of brain cancer in 2015. Not a good look, number one, when your brother passes. You have all kinds of issues. We just know this and self-admitted. He had all kinds of drug issues, dependency issues. We know the photographs that have came out. We saw the other things going on in his life that are not good that may involve minors. But shortly after uh, Bo's death, he started a relationship with his brother's widow at the time. The unconventional relationship was first exposed in 2015 with Joe Biden issuing a statement giving his blessing to the couple. That's a bad position to be in as a dad to see that going on. That can't be an easy thing to do, too. Um, Daily Mail can reveal Hunter was also exchanging sexual text messages with 
Bo Biden's uh, widow, Haley, who he was courting him with at the time. But he was sending these sexual text messages then to Haley's married sister around the same time. 2016 text conversation recovered as part of the uh, laptop hard drive. Hunter offered to teach the sister how to, and I don't want to say this on air, but we can use the uh, more gentle term of um, playing with self, we'll say, Um, married with a husband. Uh, Apparently he was sneaking off and having conversations, texting while in a relationship with Holly and... It's just sad and, and weird and creepy. And you keep learning more about these things. And when the full report comes out, it's not going to make the Biden family look good. It's it's a terrible situation altogether. We know that there are issues with him and his dealings. Uh, we know that there's continuing to benefit from these dealings. We know that I'm sure he used the access from his dad as vice president in order to get these dealings and the influence and whatever it may be. I, don't, I have no doubt in my mind that all of these things are related. I don't think that Hunter Biden had the ability to or the capability to sit on any of these boards with any credibility and offer anything of value other than his dad, Joe Biden. I hope that when this report does come out, um, I, I hope it's not interfered with and it shows exactly for what it is. And I think there's a pretty good chance that Joe Biden knew this was going on. I think there's also a pretty good chance that Joe Biden in some way benefited from this other than just seeing his son benefit from it. I don't think he did it just for his son. All of these things look really bad. Part of the problem with this investigation is that when Donald Trump and the Mueller report and all these other things that were going on, it was nonstop 24 seven in the news, this report, this report, this report, this investigation, we got to find out about this. We got to do this, uh, you know, crossfire hurricane, this, blah, 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 blah. we're going to impeach. We're going to do this. We're going to bring this up. And you don't ever hear this. And we know that because of the access that he had as vice president, you know, we're not talking about private citizen Donald Trump here during all of this Mueller stuff and running as a candidate for the Republicans. We're not talking about this. We're talking about someone that was the vice president of the United States, his son directly involved with this, flying on Air Force Two, going overseas and hitching a ride, getting access. Did he did he promise anything? Does what did his dad know? Did his dad benefit? All of these things are. I mean, the the evidence continues to pile up and you don't see any of the networks treating it at all the same way that they treated the Mueller report. Joe Biden's president and they're giving him a free pass. And that shows you the favoritism that's going on, the bias that's going on, that's able to get in their way of their journalism. They're not doing hard journalism. And it's it's clear. I mean, it, it couldn't get any clearer than this. It's just really bad. We only have about 30 seconds. So real quick, uh, Nancy, you know, do you want to hold on after the break? Maybe we can take your call then. Would that be all right? Sure, that'd be great. Okay, hold on, Nancy. We'll we'll take your call. I want to make sure we get enough time on this because uh, the story that came out in the Daily Mail is definitely worth your time to check it out. I'm surprised that social media hasn't tried to block it like they've done anything else that's not too complimentary to the Bidens. Remember when they did that to the New York Post and all of that was turned out to be true? A real disgraceful move by social media networks like Twitter doing that and coming back and realizing that they are part of the problem, but they're not fixing the part of the problem because when they are the problem, they're not going to punish themselves. They just have way too much power that needs to be looked into as well. That's a whole different thing. Take a look at your news, your weather, local news coming up, and we'll take some more of your calls on Overnight America. 
KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.